When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory doing another podcast with you guys here today, and uh we're in the middle of the earnings season right now, and stocks are going way up and way down. There's completely new valuations for some of these companies in the S&P 500 and the Dow 30 and the Russell and the NASDAQ. I mean, there's some massive amounts of volatility. And with it, there's a lot of people losing a lot of money in the, in the stock market right now. And I, I've been talking about this on SharePointer.com for ages now i mean for at least the, the last decade that i've been doing the company um as don't play the earnings just if, if you're trading it don't don't hold through the earnings uh there's there's such a big windfall to the downside that can cost you so much money by trying to hold these things through these earnings reports and if anything this past week we should all be under the notion now that it doesn't matter how big your company is it doesn't matter if you're apple Google, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Twitter, uh, General Electric, uh, Chevron. It doesn't matter what company you are, you can get destroyed in your earnings report. So if you're holding long, you can absolutely see a 25% reduction in your position value within a matter of minutes or hours. Because we saw that with Facebook this past week. Facebook had a valuation over a hundred or six hundred million billion six hundred billion dollars, and within a couple of hours, over a hundred and twenty billion dollars was wiped out just like that. And I got a lot of text messages about this. I got some from family that played the earnings. I don't know why, but they did. And I got it from friends that they. They thought that the stop losses were somehow going to protect them. Like if they put it at, let's say, $195, they thought even if it opened up at $180 that that the market would still somehow honor that. No, I mean, here's the thing about stop losses. If you put in a stop loss at $195 and you hold it overnight and the stock opens at $180, you're not going to get out any higher than $180 a share um, at that stop loss is still active so the reason why is because you have to have a person willing to buy it at 195 dollars in order for that stop loss to get executed people people lose track of that a lot of times and a lot of times it's just because they're so new to the market they don't realize that it's another person buying the stock from you when you're selling it it's not like a system that just says okay we'll just put this these shares back into a pool for somebody else to buy later no it has to be another buyer that's taking the shares from you and a lot of people just miss that fact they think that if they put a stop loss there it doesn't matter what the stock does 
they're going to uh, get that honored. If that was the case, the the earnings would be the greatest risk reward opportunity there is. It would be the the one thing to where you could set a stop loss, guarantee that you're going to get out of that. And if the stock goes way up the next day, it's going to be unbelievable. In fact, what I would do if I was if I was holding uh, if that was the case where you could get out at the exact place where you placed the stop loss at, I would put it ten cents below whatever it closed at that day, and then see where the earnings earnings season takes you thereafter. I mean, that's that's kind of like the foolhardy belief that people are trading with that if if the earnings doesn't go your way, somehow that stop loss is still going to be honored. No, somebody has to buy those shares from you. And if it's opening up at $180, good luck at trying to find somebody that's going to buy it at $195. So don't, don't expect stop losses to save you when it comes to earnings. So this is why I don't play earnings. I don't play them at all. I didn't play Facebook. I don't play Apple. I don't play Google or Twitter. And thank God, thank God I don't, because you know what? There's a lot of people that are having to pick up the pieces after, after the, the, the earnings season um, right now. And there's going to be more in the week ahead because there's a lot of companies coming out. I don't know what Apple's going to do. I don't know what a lot of these companies are going to do. I had a stock that I sold, I believe, kind of for like a slight profit, not much, but I think it was like around 423 or $424 a share. Was uh, The stock symbol was ABMD. That's uh, Apple Berry... Mary Barry, <laughs> but uh, I might have made it worse. But in any case, though, ABMD it was a medical device company, and I didn't make much off of it and everything, and that's okay. But if I would have said, you know what, I didn't make anything off of it, I'm going to hold it through earnings. Well, that thing went like sub 400. I mean, it went way down. I think it might have hit like 380 or $370 range. Another good reason. Then you have Twitter, okay? A lot of people probably thinking, well, Twitter just got hammered by Facebook and Trump tweeting out something. Okay, it's got to go up now and it's going to be the one that shines. No, it got hammered too. I think it went down at one point over 20%. Guys, if there's one thing that I could tell you, don't play the earnings. It's just not worth it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's say, um, let's say Apple has a fantastic earnings report on Tuesday, okay? Or Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday that they report. Let's let's say they have a fantastic earnings report. What are you really expecting to the upside? I mean, are you really expecting uh, ten or fifteen percent? No, not really. I, I I'm not. I would say maybe uh, four to five percent is the best case scenario. We just well, I mean, you just don't see the big earnings pops anymore out of that company. I mean, the company's almost a trillion dollars. Okay, I mean. For a stock to move 5%, I mean, it has to have $50 billion worth of reason to move up 5%. So uh, I, I don't see it. Quarter two doesn't tend to be the best thing in the world either. But if they blow it Zuckerberg style, right? And uh, if they if they blow it Zuckerberg style and they're going down 25%, okay, that's a, let's say that's the two possible scenarios there. And of course, there's a lot of in-betweens, but there's a bigger chance that it could do something crazy like what we just saw with Facebook than it is to do the same to the upside. Um, 
but if it goes down like that much, then you're only playing something with like a a, a one to five uh, reward to risk ratio there. I mean, that's the exact opposite of what you're wanting when you're trading. You want like a five to one reward to risk ratio, not a one to five. So it's not there. Earnings, you can't predict it. I mean, think about, and I had this slide up too um, on my Instagram account. If you go to Instagram.com backslash share planner, you'll see um, all the analysts that were bullish going into the Facebook earnings. I mean, tons and tons and tons. And these are people who have staffs chock full of people who are analyzing the stock on a daily basis, who are talking to executives, who are talking to people on the street, who are talking to suppliers and to vendors. They're talking to everybody to try to get an edge on what the Facebook earnings will do, just like they do with Apple when they look at the uh, suppliers that Apple uses to gauge how much how much uh, orders are going, coming through and, and so forth. It's the same thing with all of these companies. Goldman Sachs does it. J.P. Morgan does it. Morgan Stanley does it. All of these companies are analyzing heavily Facebook and trying to get an edge, and they still all get it wrong. They all got it wrong. And so as an individual trader, what makes you think that you're going to be able to call the earnings right? And so the other side is, is like, well, when you see the, the huge sell-offs and everything, isn't it better to get short going into earnings? No, no, definitely not. Because, I mean, depending on what stock you get into, there are some stocks that are going to rally in a big way. And it can, I mean, there's some stocks that go up like 60% after earnings. I'm not saying Apple is going to be one of those that does it because they're not. But uh, there's there's a lot of companies that will make some massive moves, especially when you get into the small cap place. Uh, but don't don't try to go fishing for those things either because that can bury you as well and that can put you in a big hole. Look, Trading has risk to it, okay? But you don't need to treat it like a casino where you're thinking, eh, is it going to go up or down? I don't know. Let's... I got this gut instinct that I think it's just going to go up. So let's let's play it to the upside. It's like basically saying red or black, okay? Uh, I'm going to put it on red, okay? I'm going to put my uh, in t- 10% of my portfolio or 20% of my portfolio on this one, and uh, hopefully I make it big. And then you lose, and then you're you know trying to figure out an excuse that you're going to make to your spouse about why you just lost all that money. Don't don't be like that. Um, in the end, don't play the earnings. Just don't play it. Let somebody else play it. Let somebody else lose. I mean, if, take another one. A A O I. Okay, this one perpetually loses during earnings season. It seems like. But in any case, I mean, these were some massive sales of like 30%. And do you really want to be the bag holder for that? No, you don't. Because guess what? Trading is about consistently winning, consistently profiting in the stock market in good conditions and bad. And if you can't do that, then then you really shouldn't be trading. And so what you want to do is you want to gain the experience and, and create the strategy that is going to allow you to do that. But what I can assure you is that playing the earnings is not going to give you that opportunity. The earnings will not allow you to capitalize in, in the in the way that you're hoping. So stay away from the earnings. Like I said, there's a lot of people, a lot of analysts out there that are tracking their every move and they still get it wrong. Don't Don't try to be like one of those guys. Um, the other thing too is, is that even if you get the, get it right, let's say you set, you figure out exactly what the earnings per share is going to be versus what it's estimated to be. And let's say that 
you get the revenue numbers right and you get forward guidance right, guess what? The stock may still go down. I mean, we see it every time. We see it almost every day during earnings season. Stock with blowout numbers and it goes straight down. And then you get the ones that have horrible numbers and they go boop, straight back up. So even if you get what the stock is going to do, even if you know that, you still don't know what the reaction to those numbers are going to be. So it's impossible to predict. I The reason why I don't do it, it's not because I came up with this idea on my own. No, experience taught me not to play earnings. When I was very young and just starting out in the business, I would play the earnings. I would play biotech earnings, and that was a bad move. I would play these small caps, and that was a bad move. And then I tried, well, maybe I need to play with some mid caps or large caps. Nope, that was a bad move too. And I'm out of that business. I don't do earnings at all. I think it's a, a foolhardy approach to trying to win successfully. You're just doing a red or black move there in a Las Vegas casino. And that's no way to succeed in the stock market. So that said, I'm going to wrap up this podcast. I'm glad that you listened. Don't play earnings. Okay. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePointer on Twitter and on SharePointer's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at sharepointer.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless.